Welcome to the Everybody Has a Story podcast. I'm your host, Navwalia. And man, I got to tell you, I am super excited to be here today. Why? Well, this podcast has been a very big passion project for me. And to see it finally up and running, man, I got to tell you, it is amazing. Today is going to be a little bit different, though. This is an introductory episode. This means that we're not going to be following the typical format of our episodes coming forward. I'm going to use this episode to get you guys in a deeper connection with myself and with the podcast. So when we talk to these beautiful individuals in the future, you have a deeper understanding of what these conversations truly mean. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about my life and what kind of conflicts that I've had. What kind of coping mechanisms do I use and where am I now? We're also going to talk about the format of these episodes. Reason being is for the guests on the show and even for some of the audience members, the conversations being had are deep conversations that are personal. So I want you guys to understand how this is going to work. And also, what are the schedules for these episodes? That's a lot of information we can get into towards the end, but I'm just letting you guys know. So if you guys are strapped in, you guys got to get a friend with you, get some popcorn, maybe get a drink, whatever floats your boat. But we're about to get started. Hope you guys are ready. Let's go. So a little bit about myself, as you guys already know, my name is Nav. Well, that's actually short for Pranav. And I am from Canada, Ontario. But I want to start the show off with a mental health check. Maybe you guys can do it with me. And what this means is, on a scale of 1 to 10, where do you stand today? How do you feel? And why? For me personally, I got to say, it's definitely a 10. And why? Because I'm here talking to you guys. I'm here sharing my story. And I hope you guys are closer to the send side. But, you know, there are some days where you might be closer to the one. And that's okay. As long as you tell yourself why and you understand. Now, a little bit more of a background on me. I'm a student. Uh, I do business. But that's not something that I like to define myself with. I'm somebody who likes to do things like creative things, such as this podcast itself. I'm always looking for opportunities to express myself, whether through art, whether to internet content, whether it is to just talking to people and communicating. And I'd like to identify myself as a brown Canadian straight male. Born in Canada, but I have roots in Punjab. I'd also like to say I'm really nerdy, but I do like athletics. But I definitely say if you started a conversation on some characters, comic books, something nerdy like that, that conversation is not going to end. And I'd like to say that I'm proud of this. I know all of the things that I like and I enjoy it. And I don't let anyone tell me that I don't belong in this space or not. Even though I have struggled with those issues in the past, I'd like to say that I'm confident enough to be who I am today. In terms of my conflicts in life, a lot of them centered around my ability to love myself. Issues with loving yourself 
can lead to a lot of different external issues, such as prioritizing others over yourself. You could picture this. Imagine you and a friend are on an island alone and you guys are starving. There's one big apple and it's big enough to feed both of you if you split it in half. An issue with prioritizing others over yourself is you're going to sacrifice your half, give them the full apple so they're comfortable and they appreciate you more, even though it's going to hurt you. You're going to starve and they may not give you the reaction you want. And that's what I suffered from. In terms of friendships and relationships, in my friendships, I would always look to what they want, what they love i would look for that validation and that stopped me from doing a lot of things that i loved working on social justice projects or even creative projects or being a nerdy person or even athletics anything at all that i truly love that defined me wasn't a part of me until i realized i should not be prioritizing other people for me any moment where I get the opportunity to make the other person happy, giving them more gifts, buying them food, playing games they want, going to movies that they want to watch. I would do it. And I would be afraid to get into disagreements because I was afraid of what life would be like without my friends or without my girlfriend. And that was a problem because that truly meant that I didn't really love myself because I'm afraid of being alone, afraid of being with only myself. And in terms of my relationships with the girl, I would sacrifice my happiness in the sense that I would allow myself to be a punching bag. I would allow myself to try and understand everything and anything that she does and try and defend her mistakes now i don't want to sit here and attack anybody because this is all my own fault but i wasn't happy because i kept spending too much time giving other people my energy and once i finally realized that it's time for change and i isolated myself things really did change in the four months five months whatever amount of time that it took to get over it completely. My confidence was at a new level. My interests were clearly defined. I was working on projects I could have never thought. I've published a book. I've made this podcast. I've built my own home gym. All through the efforts of me trying to love myself. I've created routines of meditating, reading, working out, doing things that I honestly feel peace at. The moment that I committed to this isolation, there was one thing that I knew that I had to do, and it was the most important thing out of everything. Disconnect from social media, and let me tell you why. Why is because the selfies, the the pictures of stuff that people buy, the videos of partying, those are all the good moments in people's lives. You don't really see a lot of posts into the dark sides or maybe the more depressive sides. And that makes you seem like, hey, you're the only person with issues and you got to figure it out on your own. Nobody else is having issues. And that's the kind of mission 
message social media gave me. And the minute I got rid of it and stopped seeing these amazing pictures of people, I started growing in confidence. I actively stopped comparing myself to individuals. There was this one quote that I truly live for. It's, it was said by Big Sean. And he's someone that is an advocate for you know mental health and self-help. And one of the things he said was, it was in his track feed on his Detroit 2 album. It was, when I compare my purpose with someone else's, it's no longer your purpose. And that really spoke to me because it was true. The minute I got out of these groups where I was feeding my energy to others, my purpose wasn't for myself. It was for them because I acted only for them. If they believe something was cool, that's what I'm going to be doing. If they believed in a certain movement, that's the movement that I care for. Once you disconnect, you can truly see what your purposes are. And I'm glad that after this process, I'm confident enough to say that I know what my life purpose is. I know what my interests are. I'm confident in how I look. I'm confident in the way I act. And I'm only hungry for more. I want to learn more. I want to experience more. And I know not to compare myself to others. Another conflict that I went through was my lack of accountability. My habit of blaming others and everything else for my problems. I would never really take responsibility and that was very toxic to myself because when you spread blame somewhere else, it's almost like getting the instant gratification that, ah, there's nothing wrong with me at all. And there probably is. Everyone has something wrong with them. But it takes a big person to stop and analyze what's wrong. And that's what being self-aware is. After I learned about what self-awareness was, I really dove into it. And I tried to analyze almost every role in my life. A father to my dog, a son to my parents, a brother to my sister. And I started to look at where am I going wrong? How am I treating these individuals? Am I proud of that? And I started to really see some issues in myself. And one particular issue that I kept abdicating blame for relates back to my friends. And this is a good example because I feel like a lot of people that were in my age at that point in their life do the same thing. And it's seeking attention. And oh man, it was a very extreme example. Because... With the idea of prioritizing others first, you want to make sure that they like you. And the only way for them to like you is if their attention is on you. So this leads to you exaggerating stories, exaggerating injuries, doing anything and everything in your power to make sure their eyes are on you. Even if that means lying to them, breaking your moral code. And that's something that I did. And the one problem that I kept having is I would not take the blame for it. I would blame the other person for thinking that I'm doing that. And you can see how that's a circle 
that I, you don't want to really be in. I will say it is definitely a difficult pill to swallow to to know that there are issues within yourself. And I know because it was hard for me. But I kept trying this attitude. It was accept blame for anything and everything. Even if you didn't do it, just accept it. And then you get used to the idea of taking responsibility. Because making mistakes are not as bad as people think. Mistakes are one of the most valuable tools an individual can have. Think about it this way. We got two farmers in Tornado, Tornado, Tornado County. Now, one farmer is kind of new. This represents a younger individual. Now, the other farmer is a little bit older but has a little bit more experience. Now, one of the farmers, the younger one, in fact, decides to build his farm uh, without any protection, without any storm shelter, anything at all to save costs and put that into the farming procedures. The older farmer, he does cash out a little extra for storm protection. Now, being in Storm County, the younger person may not know this and he made the mistake of choosing the cheaper option. And now anytime a tornado blows, the older man has already gone through that mistake and has built a resistance to making that mistake again. It doesn't mean that he won't ever do it again, but he knows better now. The younger individual doesn't even understand the concept. So until he suffers that issue, he won't learn. And that's why mistakes are valuable. If you ever feel bad about messing up, failing, just realize you gained something that the winner didn't. The winner didn't see what was wrong and how to improve. You did. You saw clearly what your plan of action should be. And that's the important part about making mistakes and accepting the blame for them. And holding yourself accountable because then you know where you need to fix yourself. And that's what I realized in, through this entire process. But it's okay because everyone goes at their own speed. For some people, that kind of concept may take longer to understand. And for some people, it may take less time. Everyone has their own journey. That's why it's very important to not compare yourself. process I've developed a lot of different values I created my own personal mission statement similar to how businesses create their own mission statement I made one but for myself and on this list there's a lot of things starting with the idea of accepting anyone and everyone giving everyone that first chance even if they have a completely different opinion than me there's a reason for why they have those opinions and I want to accept them and give them a chance to be in my circle, to be around me. And this doesn't mean that I need to friend them, I need to be with them for life. It's just giving them the benefit of the doubt. For example, if you're in a group project and you have somebody that's slacking off a little bit, 
typical behavior would say, hey, this guy's lazy. We don't like him. Let's just kick him out of the group. Someone who is trying to accept others may try and understand that, hey, he may be having a hard time at home. He may have a tight schedule. Let's accept him. Give him a chance. Maybe he can explain himself. Maybe he can make up for it later on. And that's the kind of mentality that I wanted to keep. And another thing was, similar to what I said before, I don't want to compare myself to anyone. I want to know that I'm unique to how I am. And there are some people that may be better than me at certain things, but I'm better than them in other things. And we're all different. And I accept that and I'm happy about that. Another point can be being honest to yourself. Throughout this entire process, I realized how many times I would lie to myself. I would say things that I wanted to hear and try and force myself to believe that I truly think those things. Being honest to yourself means calling yourself out whenever you hear that thought in the back of your head that's trying to say, hey, that's not really what you mean, is it? And the last thing that I'd put on there would be the value of mistakes, kind of what I spoke on before, but always making sure to value your mistakes. The one lesson that I would take back from this entire experience, it ties back to the absolute beginning of this episode where I spoke about self-love. All of these issues that I talked about today kind of tie in in some way to valuing yourself and loving yourself. And that has become one of my most important objectives to always accept myself and value myself some things that i want to work on moving forward definitely got to be with toxic productivity that's one of the big ones toxic productivity for those who don't know is the concept of always wanting to do something more because you don't feel like you're doing enough you, you see other people working on businesses. You see them working on little projects. And you feel like you need to be doing what they're doing. Even if you are doing a lot, you're never going to be satisfied. And that's the issue with toxic productivity. You never feel like you deserve a break. And that's something that I struggle with. And I definitely want to focus on limiting my self-hate, for example. I'd also say being more compassionate with myself. For example, if I'm working out, I typically work out six days a week and I like to stay as strict as possible. But there are days that I need to miss, you know, either for a doctor's appointment, meeting family or something comes up. I don't have the time in the day to allocate to working out and I allow myself to miss it. But the act of me missing the workout leads to me hating on myself and saying I'm not working hard enough. And that's where I lack compassion for myself. This is the main thing that I want to work on is giving myself a break and giving myself the chance to take some time for myself and not challenge myself every minute of every day. As we're closing in on this episode, I'd like to give a piece of advice. My plan is every time we have a guest speaker here, 
they get an opportunity to tell people that may be in the same position as them some advice. And for me today, I'd like to say that everyone is different. You shouldn't be judging your success, your development, or growth on other people. Do what you want to do. If you want to go crazy for a year, do all these fun things, but some people are saying it's not good for your health, it doesn't matter. That's an experience that you can learn from, so do it. You want to do it, you do it. If you want to skip out on parties and you want to work or study the entire year, but your friends say, you're going to regret that, you're going to not have a lot of fun, screw them. You want to get your bag, do it. Whatever you want to do, do it. Don't let other people control your behavior. Again, everyone is different and everyone goes at their own speed. That's the piece of advice that I would leave you guys with. Now we come to the part of the episode where I'm going to explain a little bit more about the format. For today, we just had me talking, rambling on about my life. Typically, these episodes are going to have a second person speaking about their life. Similarly, they're going to go through their identity, how they deal with problems, what kind of values they have, what kind of things they would change, and where do they want to be in the future. And after all of that, we come down to the self-love session. Now, what the self-love session is about, this is how we close the show. This is talking about one thing that you really love about yourself, anything at all. And why do you love that? And this just helps promote loving yourself a little bit more. And for me today, I'd like to say that one of the things that I really love about myself is my ability to commit to my personal growth. If I want to start something like a new habit, a new activity that I believe is beneficial for me, I have the ability to commit with a really strong willpower. And one thing I want you guys to do before the show ends is tell me something. What is something that you love about yourself? If you want to say it to yourself or to somebody, go ahead. But say it and tell yourself why. Because you are a special person. We just need you to figure that out as well. In terms of how we aim to space out these episodes, we'd like to do twice every month. So which means every two weeks you should expect one episode. And if you guys want to find out a little bit more information on our podcast, you can visit us at Twitter or Instagram. It's going to be my personal Twitter and Instagram where I talk about other channels such as YouTube, books, or the podcast as well. You can find out highlights when podcasts are going to be posted. Or if you want a little bit of a sneak peek into my life, you can also check these social medias as well. It's the same tag. It's going to be P-V-W-A-L-E-H-A. And feel free to comment. Let me know how you like the podcast. I appreciate you guys coming out to listen. And I hope you enjoyed and learned something from today. Next week, we're going to be bringing out a, another person. And we're going to be talking about their conflicts, their issues, how they dealt with things. And I hope you guys are excited. And once again, I want to thank everyone for coming out. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I love you all. See you in the next one.